So welcome back, everyone, to another incredible episode of Chat with Dan. For today, you know, we have on the show the incredible, amazing, the badass, the superstar, the legendary Emily. Emily, how are you today? Good. Sorry, I was just trying to very subtly throw a cat toy, um, and I, it was not very subtle. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It happens. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Um, great. So, uh, yeah, how are you? How are you today? How How's everything treating you so far? I'm good. Um, I've been directing the the show that I spoke about last time that you were here. We're in full rehearsals now, so it's been really fun getting that off the ground and That's turning cool. it into something. <laughs> That's really cool. I love it. I love it. Now, for today, well, before we start, I do, uh, do want to make sure that those who are watching this will listen to it. Make sure to go follow Emily like right now. On the description below, you're going to find her social media. Let's make her viral, as I said in the right beginning. Right now. <laughs> right? As I said in the beginning, hashtag Team Emily. Um, and if you want to know how bad she is, you can check on the first episode, which is also available now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Again, I keep saying you're like my biggest cheerleader. <laughs> absolutely. Now, without further ado, let's jump in. So for today, you know, we have a... Yeah, for today, we're going to figure out your top 10 films of all time. All right. So I'm going to throw out some names. And uh, yeah, we'll start to we'll start to get it get it uh, get it together. <laughs> all right. Well, I do know my favorite movie of all time. I, I've it's been the same since I was five, so I'm re- locked and loaded with that one. Okay. All right. So that will be number one. Yes. Okay. So let's figure out the rest of it then. Yes. Cool. Um. Yeah. So my my number one favorite movie of all time is um an older film. It's from 1938. Up. Oh, <laughs> The cat tail. Um, it is called The Adventures of Robin Hood, and it is with Errol Flynn and Olivia de Havilland and Basil Rathbone. And I think mm-hmm. it is probably like the most perfect movie ever made. It's got everything that a person could ever want and more in a film. It's yeah. got action. It's got one of the best sword fights I've ever seen in all of cinema history. It has a, this epic, beautiful romance between Robin Hood and Maid Marian, and their chemistry is off the charts. It's it, it got comedy in it. I laugh a lot and it, it's got some really sweet uh slower dramatic moments in it. it it's just a perfect film even the costumes the sets the music it just it all comes together it's hard to imagine that it was made in 1938 and every time i watch it i just fall more and more in love with it okay so that's your top one then yeah um yep. my dad showed it to me when i was five because i was really afraid of going to the dentist mm-hmm. and so he was just like frantically trying to put anything on to distract me about going to the dentist and that was the movie he picked and i watched it and felt better about going to the dentist and then i watched it like every day after that i snuck downstairs and stole the vhs from my dad and like watched it upstairs and was trying to be all sneaky about it um but yeah i've just i've loved that movie ever since there you go. All right. So let's figure out the rest. Ready? Okay. All right. So the first choice I got for you is The Shawshank Redemption. What do you think about that one? I mean, it's a pretty perfect film. Uh, it's hard to hard to compete or say anything negative about it. I've always loved it. It's a film, though, that I it, it's such an intense watch yep. that I don't do it often. I think I've only seen it twice, um, and I'm very content with that. Mm-hmm. Um I, I love it. It's beautiful, but I, I don't need to see it more often than that. Okay. So without 
would that be on your top or mm. no no I love movies that I can rewatch and just fall in love with and so okay. don't get me wrong I love and respect Shawshank I, again I think it's a pretty perfect film mm. and should have all the accolades in the world for it and and it does it's deservedly so but uh for a film that I just genuinely love to watch and would just put on it, it wouldn't be Shawshank okay okay fair enough the next one I got for you is The Godfather Ooh, that's another classic where it's just like, it's a perfect film, but it wouldn't be in my top 10. Not for, again, it's, it's again, a pretty perfect film, but I, I uh, was very scared of it when I was little. I, I, my dad, my dad is a big film lover and his logic was let me watch anything I wanted until it scared me. And then we would know what my limitations were. So I started watching The Godfather, I want to say when I was like seven, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is far too young to watch The Godfather. And I was doing great because the first scene is the big wedding and then it's the meeting. And I'm like, yep, love it. I'm with it. And then there was a horse head in the bed. Yeah. And, uh, that really freaked seven-year-old Emily out. And my dad's F with me. Do you remember um those toys you have as children where it's like the horse head on a stick and you can Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I had one of those. I'm sure you can see where this is going. And yeah. my dad to freak me out as a joke hid that in my bed. So when I peeled back the covers to go to bed that night, there was a horse head in my bed and I screamed bloody murder. I'm pretty sure I slept in my sleeping bag that night and uh, it took me like another 10 years to go back to the Godfather. <laughs> Yeah, I can't stand that. I can't stand that. Yeah. You know, my first my first two films when I was a kid was The Godfather and that's amazing. Saving Private Ryan. Oh, that's a, another movie that you probably wouldn't show a child. Yeah. I mean, they didn't show it to me. So what happened was that my father was watching was watching those films in, in, in the living room. So I will sneak out. And since my and since my room was right next to the, to the living room i was just open the door and just like watching you know like from the side you know just watching yeah and i remember that that, that those films especially saving private ryan like shocked me more more you know oh, because, yeah. because like the godfather i mean it was like more dialogue you know yes and uh, saving private ryan it shocked me the like first like what 10 15 minutes of that is just brutal yeah yeah that that basically shocked yeah like uh that shocked me and I remember that that uh that after it, uh my father was just like, You're 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 acting weird or like something's wrong. I was like, No, no. Later on I told them what happened. They were like, Okay, yeah, that that uh, um that makes sense. But yeah, that was a really brutal film, which yeah, I, I shouldn't recommend for a kid to watch it. So Yeah, when I was little, oh, this would probably be a top ten movie for me. Um when I was in kindergarten we had to go in and say like a movie that we had just seen and that we really liked and everyone was coming in with like Disney films and this and that and I proudly proclaimed that Jurassic Park was uh, a movie that I had just seen that I loved and my teacher was like you haven't seen Jurassic Park because I was five and I was like well no yes I have and the raptors and the t-rex and I was going through everything and she finally like sent a note home that was like Emily is very adamant that she's watched Jurassic Park um hello and my dad had to be like yup uh nope that's me I uh, I definitely showed her Jurassic Park and she loved it so oops yeah I was a yeah I watched it also when I was a kid and I was afraid to go on public bathrooms you know <laughs> I was so afraid yeah. that at some point a t-rex will 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 just pop the roof and be like so you know so I was like yeah no there was yeah. another film 
that basically that really shocked me also um but it it's an old one that it's about this group yeah so it's based like a on a on on a true story that i don't know the name of it but what happened was that there was this group of lions that they were incredibly smart super smart and they were like hunting like the locals there and they gather like these professional hunters you know to take them down but i get but they they managed to do it but it was you know it was a total it was yeah uh it was almost like a um, an impossible task because those lions were like super smart i think one of one of the lions is in a museum in chicago something like that uh but that movie was yeah i i was like super yeah that movie shocked me and i remember a couple of days after my parents decided me to take me to a to uh you know to to see the like to to see the animals and right next to the part where the lion was, I was like, no, no, uh-uh, <laughs> no, you know. So yeah. I, I I don't remember like the name of that film, but yeah, it's it's a very good one. I watch it like later, like later on when I was like a a a, a bit more older, and I was like, yeah, it's a, but I, I just forgot the name of it. But it's a good one. Yeah, that is the type of film I probably would never watch. I cannot deal with animal deaths on camera. No. You, I can see like the bloodiest, goriest, like pow, pow, fighting or like stabbing or murder, gunshot, whatever. I can deal with any of that. But my God, if a dog dies on film, I'm weeping. I am yeah. just a wreck. I can't do it. I can't see Old Yeller. I can't do Marley and Me. My dog Skip. I basically just avoid any movie poster that has a dog in front of it. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, I, I can't watch Marley. I, I can't. Nope. We'll never, no. we'll no. never see it. I don't care how good of a film no. it is. If Marley dies, which I, I'm fairly certain she does, I'm not seeing it. I'm yeah, not no, I did, it. I did watch it, and yeah, I, I was sobbing basically the last, I think, half an hour of the film. So yeah, yep, yep. nope, no. don't want to go, don't want to no, go down that. The only time I've ever made like real exceptions is if they are Academy Award nominated films, then I usually love to watch the movies that are nominated for Oscars before the Oscars. So that's how I uh, was sobbing watching War Horse. And I was like, I hate my life. Why do I do this to myself? Um, It was just, it was brutal. It was like two hours of just watching this horse get abused. And I was like, why is this nominated? I mean, I understood why it was nominated. It was beautiful, but it was also really terrible. (laughs) yeah no yeah 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 like those type of films i also try to um avoid them too there was um for example like um like uh john wick like the first one where they kill when they kill their puppy i was devastated you know and it's interesting because i was like if they did that thing to one of my dogs of course that i would react exactly the same the same way i don't care you know yeah anyone um, comes for my cat or dog or lizard i'm gonna Maybe not the lizard. Sorry, but uh, <laughs> I, but you know, eh, probably the lizard. If anyone tried yeah. to hurt her, I would yeah. be upset. Yeah, you know the film that I was telling you about. I got to hear the name is the Ghost and the Darkness. I've never heard of that. When was it made? Nineteen ninety six. It's a Michael Douglas film. The Michael Douglas film. Wow. Yeah, I've never heard of it. I'll have to low key check it out without actually watching it yeah it's an incredible film because as i said like the whole film it's about how they are like trying to hunt these lions because they're like but but they can't because they're like incredibly super smart so it's really hard for them to actually you know shoot them basically and they tried i remember like i remember that in the film that they tried like so many different ways 
but they just couldn't because of the that 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 like group of lions they knew exactly like where to go and they were like you know super like precise and things like that so yeah yeah it's i like mean anytime i hate hunting yeah i mean i hate hunting i think it's a it's an awful i hate hunting too. it's like a, a, at least to me i i i think it's like the most stupidest sport because some people yeah, consider especially it as a sport, the, you know? the people that just like pay a lot of money to go to those fancy game resorts in africa and just like have trapped elephants in there that they just kill for fun yeah it's disgusting yeah yeah so whenever i will hear news about some hunters that dive that dive due to like the animals kill them or things like that i'm like that's good that's karma i love karma. it yep karma good for them so yeah. uh anyway so moving <laughs> on here the next one i got for you would be the dark knight what do you think about that one will that be in your top or i think that would be in my top yeah um i am a heath ledger super fan um okay. it, he was the first celebrity death i ever cried over mm. i just loved heath ledger i think i've seen every film he's ever been in and i remember just being such an emotional wreck in the theater watching the dark knight knowing that he'd already passed and seeing this opus this last film of his and what an insanely incredible performance i deserved the Oscar, deserved all the accolades and the praise. It was unreal. I was both terrified of the Joker, but could not wait until he was back on camera, until he was in another scene, because he was so electric. He was just so frenzied. I just needed to keep watching him, even though I was terrified of what he was going to do next. Yeah. It was such an incredible performance. I don't understand fully how he was able to toe the line doing that. And outside of um, Ledger's performance in it, it's just an amazing movie. Like if you remove all of the the grief and the 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 knowing that it was his last movie, just looking at The Dark Knight as a film, it is exceptional. It's yeah. it, it, it's one of the best. I think it is the best superhero film. I'm gonna yeah, I was gonna tell that. you that. I, yeah, I think mm -hmm. it's the the best superhero film ever made. I think it is the best in the the Dark Knight trilogy. It's the best Batman movie. It's just incredible. Every performance is good. Um, Christian Bale, I think, is his best in that movie. Uh, Michael Caine, Morgan Freeman, uh, Aaron Eckhart, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, even not doing a whole lot in that movie was good. Everyone was just good. And the script yeah. was amazing. And it kept you on the edge of your seat. And every time you thought the movie was over, it kept coming, but not in like a bad way, but in just like an exciting way. It, it was just frenetic. It was just a moment in time. I remember seeing it I think three times in theaters and then like going out and buying the DVD, like the day it came out, mm. it was, it was just like a moment. And I want to say cinematic history of just everyone collectively going to the theater to watch the dark Knight and to honor Heath Ledger and just getting swept up in this brilliant film. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember back when that film got released, suddenly everyone on Halloween wanted, wanted to dress as, as a Joker, Joker yeah. and it was like a Joker convention at some point because everybody was dressing like that, you know, which I yeah. find pretty cool because then you, I mean, it's, you get the chance to see how, how much that character influenced so many people. So truly it, it was a moment that, that movie and that character that Ledger did, that was a yeah. moment in, in time. 
that I don't think we're going to replicate anytime soon. Absolutely. So that would be on your top, but I wonder. I think it would be. So we'll leave it out, uh, perhaps, maybe. Yeah, I think it, I, I, there's other films I know I love more than The Dark Knight, but I, I think it would probably sneak in the top 10. Okay, I'll take it. All right. <laughs> the next one I got for you is Schindler's List. Oh, not in my top 10. Um, Because yeah. again, it's just so heavy. I've only seen the movie once. It's not a movie that I'm dying to rewatch again. Um, yeah, I can understand that. But I, it's like Sophie's Choice. I've seen it once. I never have to see it again. I am very happy with it. I think it's extraordinary. Meryl Streep is just breathtaking. I don't need to see it again. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, it's it's like one of those films. You watch it once, you're like, okay, it was it I'm was it sad. was amazing. That's it. Like I'm never gonna yeah. watch it again. Good, good to go. Yeah, you moving forward. Yeah, Whereas like it. the Dark Knight, even though it's a really difficult movie to watch in terms of violence and gore, weirdly, I do love revisiting it. And even knowing what's happened, to, to just go back and keep watching it, it's always exciting. It's always got yeah. me on the edge. I just love it. Yeah, yeah. You know, those type of films, and I was talking about that the other day, those type of films like The Schindler's List, you know, uh, that are kind of based on historical events and everything, especially like during like the wartime and everything. There was a moment in time that I that I was that I enjoy them, you know, because of the whole history and everything. Of course. Yeah, no, you know? I love those but, movies, um, the brilliant movies. I yeah. just don't want to put them back on again on a Yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. What I was what, <laughs> what I was gonna say is that I stopped watching like those type of films that uh and yeah, I I just stopped recently uh, a couple of years back because i'm basically tired of how yeah i'm just annoyed and and disappointed about how like what a human can do to another human being you know what i mean yeah and it's like those to watch a lot of movies like that yeah those type of stuff i'm like i already know how i mean it 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 uh it shows you that basically we as human beings are like the worst <laughs> you know <laughs> we really and, are and we're terrible and we will find very very imaginative yeah like very creative creative way let's say to cause harm to another person i'm like why why you know what i mean so yes yeah i mean i uh as i said i mean i think those those type of stories are they need to be told absolutely but um but yeah as you mentioned i mean i just watch it once and be like yeah i'm good good to go yep. so absolutely anyway uh moving here the next one i got for you is the lord of the rings Ooh. That's on the bubble. That might be in there. Um, okay. It's specifically the the third film, The Return of the King. Um, Fellowship and Two Towers are really good, but mm. The Return of the King is the just the one that hit me the most. It's the one that I saw in theaters. It's the one that I yeah. like raced to get the DVD for. And it's the one that I frequently rewatch the most. It's got the best battle scenes, the best dialogue. It it, it just is the best in everything. Um the, I mean it, it was supposed to be it was the final film. It's where for all the marbles, but they they really Peter Jackson did such a phenomenal job of adapting one of the most beloved works of modern literature and putting yeah. it on film seamlessly i think it was at one point declared like the a, a book that can never be put to film because of all of the different creatures in it and mm-hmm, the battles mm-hmm. in it and peter jackson just with the cutting edge technology at the time it, it, he didn't even have a lot of experience he was just a filmmaker in new zealand but he proved to them that he could do it with his stop motion and the creatures that he was creating with the programs he was creating 
and just did it. And it, mm-hmm. it's so beautiful to watch. Every shot is amazing. The battles are unbelievable. The romances, the deaths, the the people that we've lost along the way. It's just an amazing, amazing movie. Yeah, yeah, that thing. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more with you. It's incredible. And every now and then, whenever I, if I will go like on a highway and everything, and then I see like a uh, a bunch of horses, I instantly get in my get get into my head the whole you know like the whole final scene with the whole army of Rohan and be like yeah, okay. yeah. you know yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a really cool film. And, and and also we got we got the chance to see like the whole motion capture with Gollum, you know, and uh, and. Yes. And Andy Serkis, Andy Serkis who, uh, is brilliant. Yeah, the other day I was saying that at least to me, I consider him like the godfather of motion capture. You know, he is. He absolutely is. He has done more for that community and that group than any other human being. He is completely the face of stop motion and of animating and doing that type of work. He's he's amazing. I hope he one day sincerely gets recognized with like a. A, a lifetime achievement award yeah. from some place that really matters because yeah. Yeah. his work has been groundbreaking for actors. Yeah, absolutely. He also was in the Planet Planet, uh, Planet of Apes, right? Apes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was that. He um, it is quite a, a a few creatures that we know along the way. Um, yeah. I'm trying to remember his whole resume, and then he's just a good actor when you just see him normally on camera. Um, he's funny and engaging. So, yeah, I also have heard that for some films, they will hire him as a consultant for motion capture, you know, to give a, to give like his input on perhaps you should go here instead of that or do that instead yes. of there. So that's pretty cool. The fact that uh, that that even to this day, they still consider him to get him along. Yeah, to get yeah to uh to get him on board onto projects since as I said, I I I do think he's like the godfather of motion yeah, capture. Yeah, he is. That's pretty cool. So. Getting back to the whole top here, so would you say that will be on stand on 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 standby? Yeah, it's it's very close. It might be in there. It might okay. not be. Okay. Okay. All right. The next one I got for you is Pulp Fiction. Oh, um, I love Pulp Fiction. That definitely wouldn't be in my top ten though, because I have other Quentin Tarantino's that I like more. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer, uh, don't get me wrong. I love Pulp Fiction, but the two that I love more than that would be Reservoir Dogs mm-hmm. and Glorious Bastards. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Glorious Bastards might be in the top 10 for me. Reservoir Dogs might, would be around there on the bubble, but, um, I, I love Tarantino. I've seen every film he's done. Uh, he, he's just one of those directors that just, wholly puts himself into films you know immediately you are watching a tarantino film he's just got this style about him and it's really really cool yeah yeah he has one film left right until he will retire something like that i I think i don't believe him (laughs) i i mean i don't either but uh that that's what he he was saying right that there's only one that there's like one film left and then i i've heard that he's he's talked about retirements but yeah i just i refuse to believe it um I I think he's still got stories in him. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, at least to me, like my favorite my favorite ones would be Django Unchained and definitely Hateful Eight. Okay. Those are actually two some of my my lesser favorites. That's interesting. really interesting. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the reason why I love them is is because there was a time that I became this huge fan of westerns. But like huge fan of westerns. And then those and then I saw those two and I was like, that's pretty cool, you know. But um, 
Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I, I loved Django up until like the last half hour, 40 minutes of it. No, I think it would have been just way more powerful for Jamie Foxx to uh, get freed and just know we as an audience know he's heading back to the mansion mm-hmm. and that he was going to do something. And I think it would have been a really cool film if it had just ended there and we were just left up to our imaginations to figure out what he was doing. Mm-hmm. I did not need to see all of that blood and carnage at that point. And it just felt so dragged out for mm-hmm. no real purpose other than to just like have Leonardo DiCaprio play with furniture. Like, so I, I I did not like the ending. I wish it had just stopped earlier. And the same with The Hateful Eight. I just think it, it should have been shorter. I think um, somewhere an editor was like, Ooh, it's Quentin Tarantino. I can't say no to him <laughs> and just let Maybe him do <laughs> this massive film. Um, so, but I, I enjoy both of them. Don't get mm. me wrong. No, no, yeah, I get it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple yeah, times. It. It's just with Tarantino, they're on the lesser end of my the movies mm. that he's done that mm. I like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, getting back here with Pulp Fiction, would you put it on your top or? Would you put no, instead, it wouldn't be in the top. Reservoir Do- uh, dogs yeah, and, uh, I would have Reservoir Dogs or Inglorious Bastards before gotcha. Pulp Fiction. But I would just mentally, like in my head right now, I think Pulp Fiction would be like my third favorite Tarantino. I think it would fall underneath. Okay. I think it would be Inglorious Bastards for me and then Reservoir Dogs and then Pulp Fiction. Gotcha. Okay. Right. So the next one I got for you is um, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I I love it, but not enough to to, to knock Dark Knight out. Like in my mind, I'm like, I've got a superhero okay. film in. It, it's it's Dark Knight. Uh, okay. Nothing else is quite as good as that for me. Okay. okay. I really loved what they've done with the Spider-Man universe with Tom Holland and with the animated Spider-Mans. Um, I think Andrew Garfield was a terrible Spider-Man and those films like really turned me off. I loved the Tobey Maguire trilogy. Um, that was like the thing I grew up on. Yeah, we and yeah, cool. we grew up with that one. Yeah, that's like yeah. our Spider-Man. Yeah, so I love Tobey Maguire and I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man and again the animated Spider-Mans that have come out. Um, but not any the dark night stuff here mm-hmm. you know <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'll take it um, i'll take it fair enough all right so the next one i got for you is fight club Ooh, that might be in there i i do love fight club i mean how do you not love fight club right especially the the first time you see it when you get that massive spoiler you get that moment and the entire movie makes sense for you and I think that's like a line in the movie where Edward Norton's like all right putting the seats up in upright position now like that moment of just discovering what the movie really is about Mm -hmm. is such a magical moment and I wish I could watch Fight Club with more people who haven't seen it before just so I can watch their reactions um it, it's just one of those really cool films with a really yeah. cool twist that just everything comes together it's it's so well acted it's so creative and original and different it's a lot of fun there's action there's comedy there's drama um and just this air of mystery of you just trying to put all the pieces together it's just delicious yeah that film has like the bit the most yeah the most badass plot twist ever i think 
Uh, it's up there. Yeah. I mean, the sixth sense may give it uh, yeah, a for true, money, true, but, true. Um, but that's, it's up there for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that would be definitely on your top then. I think it might sneak in. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. The next one I got for you is Forrest Gump. Oh, that, I think that is in there too. Okay. <laughs> I love Forrest Gump. I've seen it so many times. Oh my gosh, I quote Forrest Gump so often and mm-hmm. like I've been to Bubba Gump Shrimp in New York. I anytime that it's on TV, I will stop and watch it even when it's on like TNT with commercials, I will always stop what I'm doing and watch Forrest Gump. Yeah, yeah, that's that is definitely one of the best the best films. And you can and you get the chance to see I mean it's 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 so it's so funny how Uh, like for example, when uh, when it turns out that he was that 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 he was investing in a fruit company, and it turns out that it's Apple, and you're like, yeah. are you kidding me? You know, things like that. Yeah, it's so it's clever amazing. in how they continuously put this one man at all of these really important historical crossroads and historical mm. moments, and to have him not understand any of it and just have him kind of like bop around and just meander through it like that. It's mm-hmm. just the most endearing way to tell history to uh to to just i don't know i just i love the movie i just yeah i mean it's 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 it, yeah it's an incredible i mean you can't hate you can't you can't hate uh forest it's impossible you can't yeah and it's like it's like a comfort movie like every time i watch it i just feel like someone's putting a blanket on me and telling me that everything's going to be okay i just i love the movie i fall in love with it every time i rewatch it yeah. and i think that's a really a mark of a good movie is that even if it there's a lot of difficult stuff in it that you want to continue to watch it and continue to return to it it's really nice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what would you say is your favorite scene Oh gosh. I mean, it's not my favorite, but I have that the the funeral speech, not the funeral speech, but the speech he gives to Jenny at her graveside spoilers um, when he buried her under the tree. I used to have that memorized. It's not my favorite, but just the, the, the speech itself was so beautiful of Mm. him just talking to her about their son. Um, it, It gets me every time or the scene where she tells him that they have a, a child together and the first thing he asks is mm. is he smart or is he like me is he smart she goes no Forrest he's so smart and he just breaks down crying that moment hits me every single time mm. um but I it, like in terms of I don't know just like a fun scene like him at, in DC at the mall uh by the monument during the Vietnam protests and him running up to Jenny and getting reunited there. It's just a really sweet, magical moment. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's cool. That's a, that's a really badass film. Definitely. So yeah, it has to be on top for sure. Okay. Yeah. I think it sneaks in there. <laughs> mm, moving on here. What I got for you next is. Okay. Uh, the green mile. I actually haven't seen that. You haven't? I have not seen it. I do know of it. I know the the overall tone and the the plot of it, but I mm-hmm. have actually never seen it. Yeah, you definitely need to watch that one. It's a really, really cool film. Absolutely. Yeah, it's been on my list. I just have not. Mm-hmm. The next one I got is Life is Beautiful. Oh, that is a really great movie. Um, I don't think it's top 10, but 
it is a really beautiful movie. Okay. Okay. Mm, okay. The next one I got is a classic, Back to the Future. Oh, that is a classic. I don't think it's top 10 for me, but um, I do love it. Um, it. It's hard not to love. I I love 80s movies in general. Um, if I had to pick my favorite like 80s movie, it would probably be either Breakfast Club or 16 Candles, as cliche mm. as that is. I think 16 Candles would be in my top 10, if I'm yep. being honest, over Back to the Future, which is probably making a lot of people scream right now. But Mm -hmm. uh 16 candles was just very near and dear to my heart when I was growing up and I wanting to be something special and cool and just living vicariously through Molly Ringwald I I think it's one of the more perfect films about growing up and being Mm -hmm. a teenager is 16 candles and you know those type of films it's incredible how even to this day some people are still discovering it you know that I'm pretty sure that eventually that eventually when we get older and we die some people are going to still discovering that film and that film is going to stay like forever for you know? sure um i i have a movie that i know is in my top 10 and uh uh it, it's the princess bride and i don't know if that was going to come up on your list or not but that is 100 percent top 10 for me yeah at some point i was gonna i was gonna say it at some point yeah, yeah. i it, it's another perfect film for me where it's got everything you could ever possibly want or imagine in a nutshell mm. action adventure comedy romance um and it's just so earnestly done it, it it's so wickedly funny and clever i just that is i think the movie i've probably seen more than any other film in this world is the princess bride okay so that would be also in your top that would be top 10 for me i know 100 okay. that would be in there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right um right the next one i got for you is whiplash Oh, definitely not top 10. It's a really difficult movie. It's one that I've seen once. I enjoyed. It was a phenomenal movie. It deserved all the accolades and the awards that it was nominated for. And I never need to see it again. (laughs) Fair enough. I did watch it and I actually did enjoy it. I think that. No, I enjoyed it too. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I understand. but But like, like to watch it more than once. I mean, I did watch it like two times and that was at least that was that was it. I was like, okay, I'm done. So, um. (laughs) there's a cool one but yeah it's it's a really great movie it definitely deserves the awards i think jk simmons won best supporting actor for that and my god that's a performance Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all right so the next one i got for you is casablanca oh that's definitely up there i think that's top 10 yeah um it's just so good Again, it's one of those other films where it's got action, adventure, comedy, drama, romance. It's one of the most beautiful romantic movies of all time. Um, And it's probably got some of the most iconic quotes of all time. Mm -hmm. I think that list has got quite a few on AFI's like top 100 quotes. But here's looking at you, kid. I say that all the time. Louie, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. I always joke with my dad, my favorite line in the movie, and it's so ridiculously silly, but it's when Claude Rains goes, uh, I am shocked, shocked to say that there is gambling in this institution. And then uh, the guy comes over and he goes, you're winning, sir. Oh, thank you. And then quickly hides them. I assume my dad and I will always do. I am shocked, shocked to say that there is gambling here. It's just it's a weird weird moment that just always makes it never fails to make us laugh just the the i'm shocked you're winning sir oh thank you 
<laughs> that's incredible. You know, I haven't watched that film. Oh my gosh, you have to see it. It's I so haven't. Great. Yeah, it's got one of the most iconic endings. Um, it, it it's just a beautiful, beautiful love story uh, tied to a very specific moment in history. The cinematography is so beautiful with the black and white and the things they do with the lighting and the smoke and the costumes. It's just amazing. Mm. I'll be sure to put it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, um, several actors have told me about that, and yeah, it's definitely on my list because yeah, they have mentioned it like a lot. Of, yeah, um, um, a few times, and yeah, I haven't watched it, so definitely has to be. Yeah, on my definitely list. put on your list. I got the Green Mile on mine now. I'm pushing it closer to the top, and you got to finish Casablanca up. Sounds like a plan. I love <laughs> it. Um, the next one I got for you is Joker, the one uh from uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> No, not on your uh, top yeah. or, or. I did not like the movie. I thought um, his performance was dynamite. It was incredible. Um, I mm -hmm. completely agreed with him getting the Oscar that year, mm -hmm. but I did not like the movie and I, I w would be happy to never see the movie again. Um, I don't think it depicts mental health in a really great way. Mm -hmm. Um, and the, I, I found myself catching on to the twists and things a little bit earlier than I think I was supposed to. Like I knew fairly early on that the spoilers, uh, that the girl, then the relationship he was having with the girl was a hallucination and not real, um, because he didn't know what apartment she lived at. And so for him to go to her door and just kind of like know immediately where she was, I was like, okay, so this is fake. And so, like, I spent, like, the next hour being, like, this is fake. Why are we still pretending it's real? <laughs> so mm -hmm. I just, I, I was not in love with the movie. I I thought it could have been more intelligent with how it handled its issues of mental health and whatnot and, the, and handling the twists and turns of it. But uh, Joaquin Phoenix, my God, uh, what a performance. Absolutely mm -hmm. the Oscar for it. Yeah, okay. I'll see. I like it. I mean I did I did like the film. You're and um, you're totally entitled to that. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course, yeah, of I don't course. mean I to take away from it. Just... No, 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 I understand, I understand a problem. No, not uh not at all. Yeah. I I I mean I I understand where you're coming from because yeah, that actually got me wondering at some point when I watched the film, like, huh. You know, like there's some I mean, I'm I you like Yeah, I mean I know usually, it's just a movie, but we have yeah. such a, an issue with gun control and mass shootings in this country and to kind of glorify this loner going into a studio and shooting a talk show host on the air and then kind of being celebrated and rewarded for it. I just felt like this is mm -hmm, not the movie mm -hmm. that we should be making at this time. We have so much money in Hollywood. Why Why did we choose to make this movie now? Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. No, yeah, I understand. Yeah, as I said, I mean, I, I, I understand where you're coming from. And yes, um, but, um, what I was going to say is that like, I usually want to watch a film. I, I tend to check on like those small details that perhaps for example if there's a song in the background i turn to hear the lyrics and be like okay is that like is the song are telling us something about the film that is coming up next or you know something like that yeah for example james gunn plays plays with the soundtrack a lot with the song with uh on uh on their films I have discovered that that if you tend to pay attention on what the lyrics from the song are saying like during that scene it gives you like a like what might happen or what is coming up yeah, next you know what i mean you're definitely right about that so I find the end, for example, with the Joker, it, it's it's true. Like during like uh uh like during that 
that scene when he goes to uh to to her apartment i was wondering like wait a minute at any moment we we never i mean we never saw him like checking you know where she was living or things like that so yeah i kind of understand that uh yeah so i just felt like it, it, it could have been more intelligent with how it dealt with like if it really wanted to have that be a twist i think it yeah. should have been more it's better written into the film so it would be more shocking and jarring because i caught on fairly mm -hmm, mm -hmm, quickly mm -hmm. with that yeah absolutely absolutely right so moving forward here the next one i got for you is okay it's a classic indiana jones and the raiders of the lost ark oh I don't think it's in my top 10, but it would probably be top 20. Um, okay. I, I feel like there are films that I like and enjoy a little bit more than that. Mm -hmm, but, mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, how do you not love that movie? It's just, uh, I'm so sorry, my cat is being very loud. Um, no worries. <laughs> it's 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 just such a fun 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 movie and i mean that in the best sense possible it's really hard to to have films that are fun and also be good at the same time it's a very hard line to cross or to 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 straddle there and it does so perfectly it is so fun and but at the same time is just a great movie in terms of direction and acting and yeah. special effects and stylization and yeah the special effects don't hold up now they're almost laughable but that's not the point and I don't think we even mind or care when we do rewatches it's just this wonderful movie that I think all of us saw when we were little and kind of all takes us back to wanting to put on the Indiana Jones cap and, and swing into an adventure um, and I can't wait to see the new, uh, the Indies last uh, stand or whatever, the last Indiana Jones movie that he's, that he was filming. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you haven't, you, you, you haven't seen it? No, I haven't seen the last one. I think it's the fifth one in the series. The fourth yeah. one was awful. I mean, it wasn't, I think it got beat up in the reviews more so than it deserved, but it was still pretty bad, especially yeah. in comparison to the others. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I, I did watch it. That one, the last one I did watch it. And uh, I mean, at least personally to me, you know, I didn't. Oh, darn. Didn't like it. So yeah. Anyway. um, Right. Now the next one I got, it's. uh, mm, Yeah. The next one I got for you is Toy Story. Oh, I am going to have a very controversial opinion here. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. I'm, I'm, I'm almost a little nervous. I prefer Toy Story 2 to Toy Story 1. Okay. And I usually get eviscerated by my friends when I make such a bold statement. But I love Toy Story 2. <laughs> Um, I think Toy Story 2 would honestly be in my top 20 and Toy Story wouldn't. Um, I don't know why. I can't even properly articulate to you why I love Toy Story 2 more than Toy Story 1. I think it's probably tied in with Jessie. I love Jessie the Cowgirl. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. think she is one of the best uh, best characters in that universe. Um, yeah. I, I just love the plot of it, of... Um, you know woody getting uh going to this toy collector and mm -hmm. thinking that he's going to have this grand old time and instead he is uh you know put in a box and uh 
realizes what it's like to go back to that and it, it, it's just a really cool movie of buzz trying to 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 uh, save the day and pete is such an awful villain it's it's just fun and you've got bullseye i and the uh the sequence when i uh, we get flashbacks to jesse's ownership uh with the the music when she loved me uh by, i think it's like sarah mclaughlin or uh i think it's her singing like the saddest song of like when she loved me and you see like jesse just being like thrown outside in the rain it, it 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 makes me cry every single time I watch that. Mm, mm-hmm. Every single time. I think it's one of the saddest Disney moments of all time. It's a top 10, like, worst thing that Disney's done to me is that montage of Jessie when she loved me. Ugh. Okay. Okay. You know, uh, to me, it hit me more the ending of the third one. Toy Story 3 is brutal, but I felt like I was better prepared going into that. Like, I knew it was going to be sad. It was the end of the trilogy, the end of an era. But, like, the 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 just throwing away of a toy into the rain with, like, the saddest song overplaying it. Yeah. Just mm-hmm, hit mm-hmm. me more than uh, Toy Story 3 did. But I, I love that trilogy so deeply because I was the exact age Andy was uh, when all of the movies came out. So he was and I were, like, the same person. Uh, growing mm. up and having these relationships, their toys at the same time. So I, I, it was something I also struggled with when I was going to college with like, do I get rid of my toys? Do I want to keep them with, I like, it, it's, it's still like, I feel guilty when I get rid of toys. I'll be like, Oh, we had such a great childhood together. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard. Um, but yeah, it, it, it it's such a great trilogy. Yeah. And, yeah. Sorry. Well, plus four. Uh, 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 yeah but you know the fourth i i did watch it but mm, it's not I, as good no nah, i was like i will just i will just stay with the third one and that's it you know i will be like yeah. but to me uh the ending was the third one got it you know i don't want to yep. see anymore yeah that's in my mind the fourth one is not yeah I, didn't, I, yeah I did watch it and i was like yeah no and you know fu- uh fun enough i did try to you know to um to get rid of my toys back then and then turns out years passed and then um i i i, I visited my mom and then she ha- she still has this box with my old toys. She was like, "No, Aww. I'm gonna keep them." So what? So at uh, at one point, when you have kids, you're gonna give them those toys because the yeah. because she's like more like the the uh, the toys of these days are horrible. So I'm gonna give you so you know, so I'm gonna give your kid your toys. And I was like, okay, but what if it's a daughter? You know what is what if it's a girl? I don't care. I'm gonna give her the toys. I was like, okay, yeah. sure. Let's see what happens. Yeah, like I, one of the toys I know I definitively still absolutely have at my parents' house that is so special to me are my pretty ponies, my yeah. little ponies. Um, they I have like I want to say twenty of them, and I just was obsessed with combing their hair and brushing their tails and just playing with them. And I can picture all of them in my head, and that is something I was absolutely unable to give up i was like these i hope one day i can give these to my yeah. kid yeah. um so you yeah. know it would be fun i think at, at some point i might do that but it would be fun to gather a, a bunch of actors and to make sure they bring uh one of their toys back when they were little oh that would be really cute you know that would be pretty cool oh i could actually do that um i have one here it's yeah. really funny um 
he's my childhood teddy bear and he is so um just clearly loved and very sad looking uh, <laughs> yeah we, okay we we're missing an eye um weirdly his eye fell out when I got pink eye and so I thought that was my teddy's way of just like oh I, my eye is really bad oh I, I have to have a bad eye um, interesting so that that happened when I was eight, but yeah, he can't stand up. Uh, he just flops over. He's got like he's tufts of fur have been pulled out. Um, like there, you can see spots where mm-hmm. it's just like there's no fur, and you can see his little stuffing. Like he was just loved to death. So there you go. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I still I will never ever ever get rid of this teddy bear. This was this is just my childhood in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, I did I do have one, but um it's in my mom's house, but I do have Aww. I do have an actual buzz light year. Oh, that's so cute. When the first one got released, a, they bought me one. I think I have a woody action figure somewhere still in my parents' house. And I did have a buzz light year whose uh wings flapped up. Oh yeah, yeah. I did have one too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I lost the wings cat. though, but uh, but I did uh, but uh, I do have that one. Yeah, and, and also that it glows in the dark. Even till this day, a couple of Ooh, years ago, I checked and it was cool still one. glowing in the dark. I was like, that's oh, that's awesome. Really cool. Yeah, you have to keep that forever. Yeah, absolutely. I even, you know what? I even, uh, yeah, I have that one, and a bunch of other toys that uh, uh that I play with. But but I do think that that one he's like the most important one, or at least the one who stayed. My, you know most of my childhood because you know let's be honest back when you were a kid you will have a bunch of toys but eventually either you will destroy them you know they will be broken you know and you know you they will throw them away and but i think that buzz like years that has stayed like the longest now that i think of it so yeah it will be cool you know what yeah at some point I, i'm gonna do that to bring like a bunch of actors to be like you know what the number one rule is to bring your favorite toy back when you were little so we can have the discussion about it that'd be really cute yeah all right. So on your top would be Toy Story 2. I think so. Fair enough. I'll take it. For sure. Mm. Uh not for not for sure. I'm not keeping track of anything, but in theory it would be in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> mm, okay. The next one I got for you is Goodwill Hunting. Shoot, that that's probably in there. I love I love that film. Goodwill. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. Goodwill Hunting. It is such a good movie in just every sense of the word and I think it's taken on a little bit more of a life since Robin Williams passing um since that's the movie that he got the Academy Award for um but it's it's just so I would say it's a perfect movie and just leave it at that there are no notes it's just a perfect film Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when I watch it I watch it when I was younger and I didn't understand the whole dialogue uh, Robin Williams does to Matt Damon, you know, that what, you know, later on, but way older, I, I rewatch it and it hit me super hard. I was like, okay, I get it now. I get it. As an actor, I think one of the greatest uh, master classes in acting mm. is the scene between Robin Williams and Matt Damon when they just repeat, it's, it's not your fault. I know but it, it's not your fault. Yeah, I know it's not your fault and eventually just culminating in Matt Damon breaking down crying it is just a it's so naturally beautifully done of just listening to your partner and responding 
like as an actor, that's like a very easy acting exercise to get into is just repeating the same line over and over and over again and seeing how it hits an actor differently and seeing just it wash over Matt Damon after so many times of Robin Williams just saying, it's not your fault. Not, yeah, I know. It's not your fault. No, I know. It's not your fault. I, it's not your fault. It's just, you just see it all naturally progress. I'm sure they didn't agree on how many times you say it's not your fault. I'm sure there was a, a fluidity to the scene, an improvisational element to it. And they just filmed it until Matt Damon broke. And it's just, again, because of how natural it happens and just seeing it before your eyes, it, it, again, it's, I, I think it's a masterclass in acting and how to respond to your scene partner truthfully in a moment. Yeah. Okay. That, I, I, I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. All right. Next one. Citizen Kane. Yeah. I mean, it's Citizen Kane. Um, it, it's definitely one of the greatest movies of all time. Um, it's probably not in my top 10. I, it, it, I, I haven't seen it in a while. Um, but it, it, it's another film. That's just, it's, it's a perfect movie. It's just not my perfect movie. Fair enough. What about Braveheart? Yeah, and that's a pass for me. Um, I think it's a great movie, but it's been uh, brought down a lot for me because of the Mel Gibson and all of the problems that just comes with him and loving a Mel Gibson movie of mm -hmm. just his anti. Yeah, yeah. all of his. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, on, I know what you mean. Yeah, mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. many different communities, ethnicities, uh, women. I, I just, it, it's hard to to watch his movies now and feel the same way about it as you did the first time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Then the next one I got for you is Singing in the Rain. Oh, I don't think it's in my top 10, but it, it it's it's a lovely movie. It's my mom's favorite movie. Uh, it's one of those that I can always rewatch. Um, the the actual singing in the rain moment is pure cinema magic, but um, it's I, I it wouldn't be in my top 10. I've just I've never loved it the same way that my mom has. Like I would I would fight to the death for Casablanca, but not for singing in the rain. I can't explain why. Um but I, I, I love it. It's a great movie. It's just not in my top 10. Yeah. Yeah. I can. Yeah. Totally get it. Totally get it. I mean, we all, and you know, the other day I was wondering, I mean, it's impossible. I mean, I'm, what I'm trying to say is I'm super sure everyone at least one time in their life, either when they're in the shower or when they're walking in the rain, be singing, you know, the whole <laughs> lyrics of singing in the rain. I'm super sure everybody has ever done it at least one. I'm super sure of it. Yeah. You know? Right. So the next one I get for you is Star Wars Episode Six. So that's the the final one in the first trilogy, right? I it's yeah. always it always like messes with my mind when the first yeah yeah one it's uh <laughs> yeah Return of the Jedi the the one in 1983. Yeah, that's another one where I love it. It was never something that I was like deeply passionate about. Like I have friends with uh, Star Wars tattoos and like had to go yeah. to the Star Wars world when it opened up um, at Disney. Like I, I've never loved it with the with, as like a fanatic. I've never been. Oh my god, it's the greatest thing ever! I enjoy it. I like it. Um, mm -hmm. but I would gravitate towards other things before I go to Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. What about Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Oh, that's another really great sad movie. I don't think top ten, but that might be in my top twenty. 
Okay. Um, it, 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 yeah, it, it's such a unique, unique movie. Um, that was just such a, an original concept, and it was so fun to see both Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet in roles that they typically wouldn't get to do, mm-hmm. um, and just show off muscles that I don't think we knew that they had as actors, and just fall in love with them in different ways in this yeah. movie. Okay. Okay. The next one I got for you is Wally. Wally. Um, again, I like it, um, but definitely wouldn't be my top 10. Um, if I had to put like a, a Disney Pixar like that, mm-hmm. and it would probably be up. I think that one is that one. Okay. That one I, I enjoy more. Um, but it, the Wally is great. Okay. What do you think about Soul? I actually haven't seen Soul. Please don't hate me. I know. I know I'm a terrible person. Everybody who saw it just said it was magnificent and yeah. I haven't seen it. I think it was right around when the pandemic was really becoming a around thing. Around that time. Mm-hmm. And it just, I missed it. Yeah, that film, you should definitely put it on your list. It's definitely, yeah, it's a really powerful film. I did, it hit me a little bit. Like, yeah, no, everybody that has seen it has said, I need to see it, and it's extraordinary, and I just haven't done it. I'm terrible. Yeah, you know, an, an, uh, another film that I recently saw that is not, I mean, is not on this uh, on this top that I'm uh, that I'm watching, um, but a film that I saw recently was Christopher Robin, the one with uh, Ewan McGregor. Oh, see, I love Winnie the Pooh, and I just felt like I was setting myself up for a cry fest, and that I should not do it. Uh what what do you think? W- will I cry? Will I sob a lot? Yeah, you're gonna cry. Okay, then I'm gonna. You know, do because I mean, without without like giving you know no no spoilers, yeah. not anything. Like but the thing that hit me that that film the most is the fact that that it's true that that when we I mean you get older, you get to you know you start to do but you 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 start to mind like your business and everything. But then at some point you just forget about your inner child. You know, you forget to have fun. Yeah. You forget to to really enjoy i mean it's 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 okay to to uh to to be in touch with your inner child here and there and and to actually have fun because as i said sometimes we just get into this mentality of uh of uh of of growing up and 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 focus only on job 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 and and and, and things like that and at some point you just forget about it you know and at some point you forget all of that that to to actually like uh to actually have fun and and i i do have an uh, i do have um an uncle who basically has spent most of his time. Yeah. He spent most of, most of his life like that. And to see him now into a point that, yeah, he's retired now. He has, he has his pension and everything, but every now and then he will be saying that I wish that could have, that I could have spent my time instead of working to playing, you know, do silly stuff with my, with my kids or do silly stuff with my family, you know, things like that. So that film hit me on that, on that, uh, like on that message, the fact that it's okay for you to say, you know what, screw it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna work i'm just gonna have fun with my family or 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 with my pets you know because sometimes at least it it, it happened that to me well i mean i had a dog that stayed with me for almost 20 years and the last five six yeah yeah the last the last five six years i was too much focused on 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 getting a job and things like that then later on when he passed away I felt bad because I was like, why I didn't spend more time? You know, I could have spent yeah. more, more of my time to be with him, you know? So, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, we all go through that of just having regrets of, oh, did I, I should have done that. I should have spent more time with them or this and that it's, it is what it is, but you can't, you can't go back and like judge yourself and try to look at how you could have done things differently. Totally. Totally. So yeah, that film has like that message. So it's a good one. And then there's another one that I also saw, which was goodbye Christopher Robin with, uh, with Margot Robbie. Oh, I haven't seen that either. That one, it's uh, that one is that one is it's a total different one, um, but it's also a good one. It's a, it it tells like the whole story of how they created like Winnie the Pooh and things like that. So um, but if you want like a very emotional moment, go watch the one with Ewan McGregor and the Goodbye Christopher Robin. The other one, you know, it's good. It it would be like a heart. Just watch both basically, <laughs> and, okay. and, and we go from there. So uh, all right. So, yeah. and- and just know that I'm going to cry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, probably more in the second one that I just mentioned. The first one, you might a little bit, but the second one hits like more, you know. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, The next one I got for you, it's an animated one, The Lion King. Oh, that's actually the first movie that I saw in theaters. Uh, my parents took me when I was like a, a year and some change and I absolutely loved it until spoiler alert Mufasa dies and I started screaming wailing and they could not get me to stop crying and they had to leave the movie early mm-hmm. you know a funny story that I have about that one about that film is later on that film was on VHS right mm-hmm. so my family got it so you know they could put it here and there and my mom keeps keeps telling that story, and and she has mentioned it so many times that I that I that 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 now I, I uh, I tell it. So what happened was that most of every night around two to three a.m., I will just sneak out of my of my bed, go to the living room, grab the VHS, put the Lion King, and just shit and just sit and watch it, and that was it. And then my parents will wake up because of the noise around you know like around two three and like yeah like 2 3 a.m be like like what is going on here and they will just check it and it will be just this little guy sitting (laughs) in the carpet just watching the film over and over and over and over i did that for a lot for for a bunch of times so yeah that's pretty yeah that's definitely also my list for the most the best animated films of all time for sure the pianist what do you think about that one i haven't seen that one okay okay sorry (laughs) gladiator Oh, are you not entertained? Uh, great movie. Um, okay. Not in my top 10, but okay. definitely a great movie and just great for many different reasons. It, 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 I love it. Definitely deserve Best Picture that year for me. It's it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. Did you know that that film is now 23 years old? Oh, God. No, that's awful. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah, it was uh, the it was 2000. It was 2000. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, crazy, he was in Beautiful Mind in two thousand one. So he could have filmed that one too. Back to back best pictures. I think he should have gotten back to back Oscars. Uh, yeah. It's a shame he didn't. Yeah, and other, and now that uh, that you mentioned Beautiful Mind, what do you think about that one? Would you put it on your list? Oh, it's or a great one? movie. It's not top ten for me, but it's it's a gorgeous, gorgeous movie that I do genuinely love. Okay. Yeah. I could, yeah. Yeah. I can agree. The next one I got for you is. It's a Wonderful Life back in 1946. Top 10. Yes, 100%. Top 10. Yeah. I watch that every year, Christmas Eve. It is my tradition. It's just lovely. Mm-hmm. I, I think it should be a requirement for humanity that every person needs to sit down and watch It's a Wonderful Life. And I think we would all be better off for it. Interesting. I, have, I, have, I haven't seen it yet. 
Oh my gosh, this Christmas. Promise me you will see it. I'll be watching it this Christmas. I mean, here's the thing. So during Christmas, there is one film that I watch only one time, and then I will move, and, I will, and then I will wait until the next Christmas. But, I mean, that being said, I'm going to add It's a Wonderful Life for sure, but the film that I yeah. watch every Christmas, just one time, and I and that's it, is Die Hard. <laughs> that's a great one. Just I'll one time, it. and then I'll be like, okay, cool, watch it, let's see you next year, so, yeah. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, I always watch It's a Wonderful Life on Christmas Eve, that is my tradition every year, um, but otherwise I always watch love actually, that is definitely, okay. uh, probably in the top 10 for me as well. And I love elf and I will always watch elf. Yeah. That's a good one too. Yeah. With, uh, what's, uh, what's Will his Ferrell. name? Yes. Will Ferrell. Incredible I film. quote that movie so much in my regular life. I sometimes for kicks and giggles, I will just pick up the phone if I know it's one of my really good friends and just be like, buddy, the elf, what's your favorite color? <laughs> That's really cool. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be definitely put on my list this this time. It's a wonderful life for sure. Count on it. Good. And I'll be I'll be letting you know once I see up and be like, okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh modern times. Back from 1936. Oh, that might actually be up there for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, 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 love Charlie Chaplin. Um it's yeah. he's just like the the most brilliant minds um it, it, the the fact that he starred directed wrote produced he even created the, the, his own film scores and they're all so good um modern times uh city lights the gold rush the great dictator the kid limelight i mean they're they are just incredible movies and knowing that he did all of it himself it, it's just extraordinary mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i haven't watched that too but i'm gonna definitely be watching <laughs> that as well yeah um, that was really mm-hmm. interesting because it's one of the last films that he made and so it straddles uh silent films and talkies it's mm. he does eventually say something in modern times but it's 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 a really cool paradox of what he's going through as his character in the movie, as well as what's happening around him as silent films start to die and talkies become big. It's it's just a really cool movie in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll put that on my list too. So based on all of the films we've been through here, what would be your top 10? So we Ooh. got, so far we got, uh, let me get it. For I know. Me... Well, so my all-time favorite is The Adventures of Robin Hood. I've yeah. also in the princess bride mm-hmm, and i know mm-hmm. one other movie that i would love to throw in there that you did not bring up it's a very weird movie that i assume most people don't know or haven't seen it's called a fish called wanda um mm-hmm, it's, no, no. It, yeah it's one of my all-time favorite movies and i think it is one of the funniest movies that has ever been made it's just this pure outrageous comedy and it stars john cleese jamie lee curtis uh, michael palin and kevin klein and Kevin Klein got the Oscar for A Fish Called Wanda, which is so, so rare to see the Academy Award a comedic performance. He was the best supporting actor for yeah. a, a comedic performance in A Fish Called Wanda. He plays the most stupid man who believes he is the most intelligent man. And it, it's so fun to watch. His performance is just outrageous. But it is about four jewel thieves who complete the heist 
get all the diamonds and then they all start double crossing each other in very comedic humorous ways and it, it just it never fails to make me laugh I it's one of those comfort movies I've seen it probably just uh, as much as the princess bride just a hair less and um the mm. same with adventures of robin hood those are the three films i've seen the most in my life okay okay so that would be on your top for sure top for sure got it so uh, uh-huh. so we've got those three i know mm-hmm. uh dark knight would definitely mm-hmm. be in there um we got fight club forrest gum casablanca yeah, forrest, um, casablanca Oh no, I'm starting to remember all the things we talked about. Uh, um, we got also Goodwill Hunting, Toy Story 2. Yes. Oh, I think my top 10 has just exploded. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are all movies that I love and and revisit and rewatch there you for go. different I mean, at the end, what can I say? You know, we have here an, an incredible list. Definitely, I I will have a lot of homework to do by watching most of those films. Which I love it. Um, <laughs> Definitely watch a fish called Wanda. It's so effing funny. I'll be putting that on the list for sure, for sure. Now, my now the only question that I'm gonna have is, if we could make a film out of the episode we just did right now, you know what is gonna happen? We need a title. So how should we, so how should we call it? Oh no, I'm so unprepared. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The last one was the epic adventures of Emily. Emily and Dan. Dan. I still feel it, it, we've we've had epic adventures again. I don't know. This can we put the sequel? Part two. <laughs> Part two, like Back to the Future. Yeah, if you want, I can put that at the epic adventures of Emily and Dan. Part two. Yeah, or back to the adventures of Dan and Emily. I don't know, something like that. Something like that. Okay, I'll see what I can do then. Okay. The sequel. I don't know. Okay, I'll see what <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll figure it out for sure. Okay. Um, right. So um, so there you have it. Now uh, I want to thank those who either watched this or listened to it. Thank you so much. As I said at the beginning, on the description below, you're gonna find all of Emily's social media. Please let's make it viral. Come on, guys. I mean, hashtag yes. humanity for sure. Give me a follow. And if you want to follow my cat, who I'm sure you heard and saw her little tail going across like a little periscope, she also has an Instagram. It is Addy underscore the baddie 23. I'm gonna make sure to add that. I have no chill. Um, and she's very cute. Cool. So follow both then. And uh <laughs> and again, Emily, thank you so much for making this happen. Keep killing thank it. You. Keep being this incredible, amazing of a badass person. Thank you for inviting me uh, back. I absolutely. really appreciate it. And uh, I'll see you in the next one. All right. All right.